Fallen! All right, all right. Everybody take a seat, grab a drink. Let's get this show started. All right, and we are live. Well, not really live, but we're recording. Oh, we are? We're recording now. Oh, okay. Just like that. Yay. Just going to get it done. Just a little we, butt. We got a, lot, got a lot of stuff to do today. We do. I got a... I have a whole bowl of menudo in me. Oh, you do. Menudo. And so we all suffer from that. I've got the menudo farts, the menudo shits. <laughs> I've got it all going on here. Uh, oh, but um, it fits right with uh, the topic we're going to be talking about. Eating of other carcasses and animals. Ew. Menudo is, if for those that don't know, is the stomach lining of the cow and hominy and all kinds of other stuff in there. So there's a lot of stuff going on inside my belly right now. I'm sure that's how the so chupacabra feels. Yeah, you're like a, a modern day chupacabra. Cu- oh, there you go again. Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Let me uh, start over real perfect. quick. Let me start over real quick because right. uh, we're, we're, we're jumping right into it. Let me uh, just introduce uh, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tales from the God Tower. Today we will be discussing the chupacabra, the Latin America legend of the goat sucker goat sucker that's what it literally translates to chupa meaning sucker or sucks and goat or cabra is goat you didn't oh, know really? that i did not know that's what it meant what the fuck did you think it meant chupa cabra well i'm sorry what did you think it meant no i'm asking you I don't apologize it was Just... like the name like a yeti or uh what's that other guy you're always wearing his shirts what's the other one bigfoot, bigfoot. sasquatch sasquatch well sasquatch is a name meaning bigfoot in in freaking navajo or in some native american language well i thought that was just its name i didn't know it stood for goat yeah, sucker as it translates as goat sucker yeah all things in other languages translate into english too you know if you're from apache junction yeah what would you be if you were not a goat sucker but a goat fucker yeah okay so how would you say that in spanish yeah uh let me see i don't know you don't know i don't know because i mean there's so many different bad words you could use okay well chupacabra is really okay goat cabra yeah i don't know cabra i don't know cabra fucker chinga cabras i don't know i don't know but either way, um, that's what we're going to be talking about today. The yeah. Chupa Cabra. Chupa Cabra. There you go. Finally. Okay. You got it. Um, it's, a, it's a fun little tale. It's been around, it hasn't been around too long. I know. That's what I was surprised. It's like it was just made up not too long ago. In the 90s, the mid-90s. 90, yeah. 95 is when the events occurred in actual Puerto Rico. So a lot of people think this is a Mexican thing. I always thought it was Mexican. No. Um, it moved over here to the U.S., so it happened down south, Florida, along the East Coast, uh, but with uh, the Latin culture. It was, it was very popular with the Latin culture, but then it also moved into, like, Texas, you know, New Orleans and things like that, uh, into Mexico. And so in, in mainly it's, it's, it stayed in farm countries, right? But it, um, so farm, it's like farm areas, farming areas. So Mexico stole it from Puerto Rico. And is that why Puerto Rico stole Selena? Mm, what do you mean? Like in the movie Selena, a Puerto Rican played Selena. Mm. So they were like, if you're going to take our chupacabra, then we're going to take your, your Selena. Your Selena. Maybe. Oh, they threw down. Well, they can have her. 
Like an Absolino. Oh, there's a lot of people that's I'm gonna... just kidding. I know. There's a oh. lot of Mexicans that would be out to get me. Yes. She's like their their Mother Mary. Yeah. Virgin they Mary. They love her. Um no, um I I don't know. I I, may I just be... think that's so weird. I always thought it was a Mexican thing. I know, because you're racist. But um, <laughs> well, maybe because a Mexican <laughs> told me about it, I was like, is that? but I didn't know it was just invented in 1995. This is I'm gonna bullshit. Well, you're on saying this. invented. It's invented. You think it's fake? I don't know. This seems suspicious. Mm. I mean, you had me. I we talked about Bigfoot, but that Bigfoot's been around for years and years and years and years and years and years. I don't. Right? But eventually, this is gonna be around for years and years and years. But. Look, look, I don't, I don't get into okay. everything yet because I want to make this fun for the people. Okay, well, it's fun for me to... I mean, we could be like, oh, yeah, case closed. They discovered it and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Ten minute show, not even. Okay, I'm or, sure the oh. listeners will be like, can we just have that version? <laughs> or, we, or we can get into it. I'm getting into it. Just saying. I'm getting into it. So, yes, it was, it first started in Puerto Rico. So, like I said, in 1995, there was a string of events where people were finding goats that's why they call it the goat sucker or chupacabra and um they were finding them dead uh with they were finding them with three little dots or puncture wounds around their neck and their their blood was essentially missing in some cases they said their innards were missing and but there was nothing else except for those three puncture wounds right um, was, and this was in the 90s this was in 1995 yes and that movie the craft came out and all the teenagers were really into the black arts. Mm-hmm. I think this was a bunch of teenagers. Well, that's that's part of it too. Oh, can look I, it. Can yes, I, I'm. Can I finish? The I'm just trying to guess. You are. You'll you'll okay. get your chance in the light. So. You'll get your chance in the light. You. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit over here and listen to the story. Um. So that happened. They were reported. Uh, then in another town further away, uh, originally, I believe it was in the, uh, let me see which town it was. It says it on here. Well, whatever town Mocha. it was, there you go. So no, that's where, uh, it, eventually it went into that other town of, uh, Mocha, right? No, I was ordering a Mocha. No. <laughs> they actually had a really cool name. So when it happened in their town, they found like over 150 different, animals chickens you know livestock uh goats they found them in the same fashion where they had puncture wounds and they were they were bled out essentially right and and dead and so the weird part about that is that if it was some kind of prey or something else they would have been eaten right yeah. but yeah my animals weren't eaten and so then there were witnesses people started saying that they were seeing these things with like grayish greenish you know uh, skin uh no fur and spikes that went from their back, from the top of their head, all the way back to their tail, Ew. with like yellowish they eyes. They sound like fish. I, I mean, kind of, Those yeah, but like with, with, but with, but with arms. And <sighs> some reports claim that it flew. So there was all kinds of different shit going on at that time. But, anyways, in Mocha, um, Puerto Rico, is that how you say it? By the way, Mocha. Yeah, I guess so. Huh? A they actually called it the vampire. What did they call it? El Vampiro de Mocha. There the you go. Vampire of, of Mocha. Mocha. So, which is also a cool name. Yeah. That's kind of a cool name. That that's a. I, but I the like chu- so the chupacabra, the goat sucker, that actually came from a guy named Silverio Perez, who was a comedian. He was a DJ. That's funny. like like a morning DJ. So when all these stories came out, um, he he did a whole. Obviously, he reported it. He was a morning show DJ. 
you know, one of those, uh, we're back, that oh. kind of DJ. <laughs> He's your God. He's my guy. And so he, you know, jokingly, he he, he coined it the Chupacabra, oh. the goat sucker. So it, that's why it's a funny name See, because it was coined so by a comedian. Yeah, it was coined by a comedian slash DJ. But I didn't know that. And this it was kept, just in the 90s. And it kept, yeah. And then, um, yeah, for us, like, it was horrible because, you know, if you live with, with freaking people that believe in all this shit and you're surrounded by it and you see it in the news and then obviously the news plays off of people's fear and so it's all over the place so i remember hearing about it you're like oh shit and it was nowhere near us but it it came over the u.s quick it came quick like it happened in puerto rico but it moved into florida the southern states texas and then down to mexico like it spread and like did, wildfire did they know the story because i when i think of chupacabra i always thought it was going to be like Bigfoot, like a cute little Bigfoot. There's nothing cute about this guy. No. He's gross. Yeah. And hairless. So was, so was it a spooky story and yeah. not a cute story? No, no. Like... They've always been spooky stories. Oh, There's nothing cute about know. Mexican or Latin culture stories. Like everything that they tell you is meant to scare the fuck out of you um, so they can freaking essentially own you and, and run your life. That's all Mexican mothers. And parents. <laughs> oh, that's all Mexican stuff going Mexican on. There. Parents. That's all they want. Just control you, control you, control you. Okay. No, mama. No, no, mama. No, no, por favor, please. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm reliving some shit right there. I know. Oh, Lord. Well, no, well. no. La Llorona, I don't want her to get me. Please, mama. <laughs> La Llorona, that's another one, too. That's another made-up uh, freaking uh, tale that's, you know, if you don't behave, you don't listen to your mother and your father, the Llorona is going to come and take you away, oh which we kind of just saw something like that from that movie uh, or the show on Netflix. Was it called The Haunting of... Uh, Blythe oh, Manor yeah. was kind of like that. It was a lady who, you know, yeah. killed. didn't she kill her? I don't want to spoil for everybody else, but, you know, this lady came out of the lake yeah. and come in and grab people, people and take them away. And um, and so that's kind of what like the Yorona was was based on this lady who supposedly was left by her lover and then drowned her children and oh. then killed herself. And then she would come out and in, in the nights, you know, she would look for children that were being naughty or they were out, you know, mm-hmm. doing, you know whatever you know whatever their parents you know yeah. were, were, were not happy with you know just insert here right whatever the oh. parents wanted so if, if they didn't want you doing this you just tell them that you're not going to get you if you're out there doing whatever and so it's um just like that this kind of legend it's always it's always a bad legend there's always it's always bad there's never so anything cute I thought, about I just Hispanic but it sounds legends. cute when you don't know what chupacabra oh, dude, means. When, when it's out there sucking out people's freaking I didn't know I was blood doing I, I literally thought it was like the Mexican version of Bigfoot that it was like this big hairy guy that's like nine feet tall and no one saw him. So I felt like you could take Bigfoot from Colorado and you just put a sombrero on him. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But you could just put him in Mexico and it was the same thing. I thought this was just what you guys call no. Bigfoot. Well, it wasn't first. It wasn't Mexican. It was a Puerto Rican. I know that now. I didn't and know then, that before. Um, like I said, it moved into these areas where it was, um, you know, farming areas, ranchers, because they're the ones that with livestock. Um, so it's, um, yeah, it's pretty creepy, especially the description. If you look them ah. up, the the paintings drawings the sketches that have been done from him it's so ugly and it spread so quickly too like i'm telling look, you and it, it looks like aqua man because in the 90s it was already it was already um super popular in mexican culture already and when you find out you're like it started in 95 you're like then how the fuck did we get it it's like it traveled so fast 
the wow, word, everyone was the talking news, about it. it became huge. And then all of a sudden in Texas, you start finding livestock in the same fashion, oh. Mexico. And so then it became, you know, like I said, it just, it, it became popular in, in Hispanic culture, but even here in the States, obviously. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, so do you think this could be like cartels? Because the cartels were building up and if they were like mad at the farmers for not doing something that they would just kill their livestock and they didn't want to like, they just wanted to kill it. So they just like stab it with a weird thing. They used it, the legend against like the, the culture itself because they knew they yeah. would just blame it on that. I know it could be. There's a lot of there. There's been a lot of uh, theories and people believe, you know, all kinds of different stuff from this. So, like I said, the description I gave you, some people also believed it was a flying bat like creature, mm. right? Almost like a flying hairless dog, if you yeah. will. Um, so the description was was um, it was all over the place. I'll tell you this, though. I we were driving me and my buddy. And I think I talked about this during the Mothman prophecies. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I, I think I, I didn't go into details because me and my buddy who were moving uh, to Chicago, we were actually leaving from El Paso, Texas. We were driving up north and we were driving through Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo, Texas, for all those Amarillo who don't habla español. Amarillo, Texas. It was probably like midnight, maybe one in the morning. Uh huh. Um, late, dark. The only lights that were on were going through a very, very, very small town. So it was actually, it was outside of Amarillo. It wasn't even uh, the, the actual, because Amarillo itself is, even though it's a small city, it's a small town. Um, you know, it's not a little tiny town, right? What we were driving through was the outskirts of it, where yeah. it was literally like wooden, you know, um, you know, like, like what you would see if you go to Sedona where you've got yeah. like the little, the, the little market area where you yeah. drive through and it probably takes like what, two, three minutes to drive through those little yeah. areas, um, where it's all made out of wood, the cabins and everything else. And so you could see the little, little stores and small Aww, streets cute. and, um, very small town, scary because it's, there's no more there. It's, 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 it's like straight out of a horror movie, oh, right? Where everything's shut down, closed Bates down. Motel kind it's an, of yeah, it's an old, old Ooh. looking town. And um, we're driving and we look up in the sky and I remember it was well lit because of the moon. And this thing's like circling in the sky where at some <gasps> point we're like, is that a bag? It looked like a black bag caught in the wind. Just, you know, yeah. doing circles up in the in the sky because you're like, what the fuck is that? It's just weird. And all of a sudden it just kind of as, as it's circling, it comes down and you're like, oh, that's actually something that's, that's thing. flying. That's something that's flying. And it came down, and we're driving, and it came so low and so fast it flew that we couldn't tell what it was. We couldn't get a good view of it because it came so fast, like straight down and straight for us, and then went straight forward into the car and flew right above the car, like literally covered the entire car. The windshield, like it just a black cover, went through it, and it, like I said, the shadow. W covered the whole vehicle oh right my so as the moonlight is is above it it went through it and there's a quick second where there's a shadow covering the whole car and that's how fast we were going and it was going towards us but it literally just flew right over us um it freaked the fuck out of us i bet it freaked the fuck out of us because we couldn't tell what it was we couldn't really see it it was flying so fast i mean its wingspan was so bad so we always said it was the chupacabra it was yeah. our our um probably uh maybe it was a vulture 
most likely. But but that uh, big? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, vultures get pretty big. Vultures have pretty pretty long wingspan. But oh, it was they? just weird. It was just weird no. at night at that time. Um, it didn't seem normal. Um, it just it it nothing that we could think of could explain it. So that's what we said. We said we saw the chupacabra. Now I need to know if you had crashed and you saw it coming down to get one of you, would you throw in your fat friend in front of it and ran the other way? Mm. Or would you help him get out? Why do you got to be insulting? What? Why you got to be insulting to James? Well, first of all, I didn't say James. You just well, called him the, out. It's the only friend I had. Okay. With well, that was sad. with me. No, that's... <laughs> well, how is that sad? That's who I was driving because with. Because you're like, that's the only friend I had. No, it's the only friend I with me. <laughs> there was two of us, I said. Listen. Anyways... Um, but yes, I mean, I'm fat now, but I was skinny then, so. Would you have tossed him in front I of him? I probably would have gone ran? for him. I probably wouldn't have had to toss him. Oh, he would have just been like, who wants you? Right. I, I'm going to get your chunky friend. Right. Okay. I'm just curious where you were at that time in your life. What yeah. kind of person you were. Mm, I've always been a good person. Oh, that's I would beautiful. never call my friends uh, fat names or fat shame them or anything like that. You know what I mean? Or oh. I, w- I wouldn't do that to anybody else. But anyways, to each his own. You know. Oh, okay. All right. You know. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So anyways, bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back to this spooky little Aquaman wannabe that eats goats. Uh, let me see. In late October of 2010, University of Michigan biologist Barry O'Connor concluded that all of the Chupacabra reports in the United States, now these were in the United States, were simply coyotes infected with parasites. Ooh. Uh Sarcoptes scabby. I don't know. That's how you say it, I guess. That's the, the illness whose symptoms would explain most of the features of the chupacabra. They would be left with little fur, uh, thickened skin and rank odor. O'Connor theorized that the attacks on the goats occurred because these animals are greatly weakened. They're going to have uh, a hard time hunting. So they may be forced to attack livestock or, you know, goats, chickens, things like that that are trapped in, in cages. So mm. that's one of the theories that, that they thought um, would explain. Uh, that's here in the U.S. We don't know. Obviously, they didn't go do studies in these other places. And so who knows? It sounds like the U.S. was like, we already have our monster. We have Bigfoot. We don't want. So it was like they were kind of like, we don't want your your monster here yeah i don't know maybe we don't want your mexican monsters but it came from so puerto rico once again we but, don't want you know. your puerto Rico. we don't want your brown monsters we got we're over here we want we have our bigfoot yeah that could be it um others believe that it's actually bears have you ever <gasps> seen uh, bears with mange oh. bears with ma- mange is you know when they're they lose all yeah. their it's almost like they're rabid, but um, they lose all their hair. Yeah. And so their their skin, uh, they just that look like leathery it. animals. There's a famous video of one Aww. in Texas where it's in a cage. And Aww. you're like, what the fuck is that? And it's literally biting through the cage. And it's got these like claws and everything Aww. else, like really sharp, long claws. Poor babies. And um, it's got no hair. And you're like, what the fuck is that? turns out it's just a baby bear that has its mange it's got mange it has no hair it's hairless it's just thick and the bear looks like grayish purplish almost mm. color d- just the skin right without fur and um and it looks fucking scary 
Oh. Who would ever think? So these reports of, that people were were saying, if they really oh, were yeah. seeing these things, could be real. It yeah. could be real because um, that's exactly what they look like. They look like mm. disgusting. If you saw it, especially if you see this video of this thing in the cage, you're like, they got the chupacabra. That's it. <gasps> and all it was was a, a, bear. a bear with with mange. You know. Or did the government get a bear, give it mange, and say, "See, this is what it is." Maybe once again, just so that they could have. The, I I doubt that the government is interested in getting rid of tall tales from other countries just because they want to protect our own <laughs> tall <You know>? tales. <laughs> but well, it, the tourist be. industry. I'm not saying it's the FBI. I'm saying it's the Department of Tourism. Oh yeah. And they're like their government agency. They can be scandalous. They're getting crazy. And they're yeah. They're like tourism brings in so much money, and they're like, no, we got this. How many Yeti shirts do you have? Not Yeti. Uh, how many Sasquatch, Sasquatch shirts? I don't know, you like got three or four. Yeah, something like that. Think about it. If they start, oh, this, the Society for Bigfoot. Yeah, they they don't want you cutting into their. Uh, they don't want the. What if you start buying shirts to say Kuka Cabra? Kuka. Uh, they don't. I don't want know you. what the fuck a Kuka Cabra is. They don't want you wearing Chupa Cabra. Chupa Cabra. They don't want you dividing their tourism money. You know. So, Normally, um, normally I'm I'm kind of into those uh, those things mm -hmm. those those theories of yours, mm -hmm. uh, conspiracies. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that's a it's a dumb one. You don't think the Department of Tourism mm -hmm. has an evil side? That's a dumb one. I don't know. Maybe they also killed uh, JFK. Is that what you're gonna tell me? No, because the, the they Department don't worry of, about... The no. Department of Tourism killed JFK because no, JFK like, like, wanted to reveal Bigfoot's identity. <gasps> you heard it here first. Maybe they wouldn't care about that, but I, I don't know if they would have done that because that couldn't have been good for tourism. Presidential people coming in, no matter who they are, helps tourism. Mm, maybe. People from up north be coming down here. They want to hear... But I did hear that JFK was about to reveal Nessie. What? He was about to reveal the truth about Bigfoot. He was about to reveal all the truth. And that's why he had to die. That's why he had to die by the Maybe Department of uh, the Department of uh, Department what do you call him? Tourism. Of tourism. Yep. <gasps> Maybe he, he shot. I Kennedy. didn't know all that. Yeah. This makes sense. It Nobody. Wasn't, it wasn't the Russians. It wasn't the Cubans. It wasn't the mafia. It was the Department of Tourism that killed JFK. He was going to affect their shirt sales. Now they're going to come after us. <gasps> if we're not here. In Listen, two weeks. Today, normally I'm normally I'm the jackass on the show, but today you've been racist. You fat shamed my friend. Now you're picking on the the uh, Department of Tourism. I, mean, I wasn't great. racist. Jesus. Whew. I wasn't racist. Just a little bit. This is a Latin American one. Just a little bit. A little bit coming over here with the. You thought it was a Sasquatch with a Mexican hat. You said, a, <laughs> you said it was a sombrero. It was I'm a. Just it was joking. a Sasquatch with a sombrero on I'm it. I'm just joking. Then you then you made fun of my friend who's a little plum. Well, that's because. <laughs> listen, all of us are a little plump. I mean, plump. it's okay. okay plum. I, mean, I don't even know what that means. Just plump. accept. Just accept that you today you you took the spot. You took the, the, the evil chair today. You went that route. That's okay. okay. That's okay. Uh, no. Oh. I think I was being funny, and then I was being even more funny. You're the one that called out your friend. I just said your fat friend. Well, that's who I was and with. And then you called him out. And, and, and he's here. And gave a name. I actually brought him here. He's standing right he's, here. Come in, James. Because I wanted him to tell, tell the story. 
But oh, then, that's embarrassing. Oh, he left because he, he's mad. He heard you. He's crying. He heard you and he left. Aww. He was going to tell his side of the story. He didn't know he was fat? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Listen, I'm fat. We We're love you, James. Fat. We do. James ain't listening. He doesn't know how to turn on. <laughs> A podcast. He doesn't know how to turn on a podcast. I'm gonna have to share this with him just so that he can hear this piece. No, but I mean, he won't even know how. No. I'm gonna have to look. Listen, this is what I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna have to get it on a tape. I'm gonna have to get it on a tape recorder. Yes. And then I'm gonna have to mail it to him, and then and then get him to play because that's the only thing he knows. James, by the way, who's been my best friend uh, since <laughs> fifth grade, uh, is awesome, but is horrible with technology. Me and him, we moved together to Chicago. He's the guy from the story. He can. He can testify to the story of, of this creature that, that flew over our, our car. His car was his Mustang. Um, awesome dude. <laughs> but yes, he is. Uh, he, he, he Technology is that it's passing him by. I think the last time he, he, he bought his first uh, smartphone, he... I think, was in 2011 that he bought. And then I think he hasn't bought one since. Yeah. Doesn't he like still write checks? Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he does. Like he writes he, checks. He, he writes and he, he saves all his information still in the back of the checkbook where yes. you write and where you save it. He still saves all his receipts, all his stuff. Yeah, he's he's old school. He's old school. But he's our Math, age. A mathematical genius. Yes, he's he's younger than, he's like a year younger than oh us. Oh my gosh. Me, he's younger than me. He's like seven years younger <laughs> than you. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Who's me now? Listen, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You threw me off because normally I'm the bad guy. <laughs> And then when you started making these jokes, I was like, "Oh, I have to play the other person. I don't know how to play that. I don't Where's know how that to play, hard I don't know how to, I don't know how to play the good guy here." I didn't think I was being mean. You I weren't. thought you were you were just being the antagonist. I was. Anyways, we we digress. Well, like Tristan says, I I sometimes get away with myself with Mexican jokes because I have a Mexican baby and I think I can get away with it. And he says, "You forget you're white." Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, obviously I love Mexicans." Obviously. You know, hello. They, um, they call you the chupacabra. <laughs> they call you the chupa something. Remember remember our lesson? What does chupa mean? <laughs> chupa means. And then you threw me off too with the, uh, what is a, a, a person from Asia, a goat fucker. I don't know what the Spanish word is. I mean, I guess chingar. And then I feel really bad about making fun of Patch Junction jokes. I know. So. Patch Junction is a very nice town, but it just has this like little. Yeah, you set me up for that one too. I did. And then I didn't even know the Spanish version of it, so I'm like, oh, okay. I know. We're all I get sets in your start. eyes that you were done with me. You're yep. like, oh, let's just. Five minutes into this show, <laughs> I was done with you. But we brought it back because we're a good team. Of course. But we brought it back. Let's talk about Chupacabra. I know. Since I... Talk about bringing it back. Let's bring back Chupacabra. So essentially, at the end of the day, when you asked me at the beginning if I really believed in this and all that, at, at, there was a moment in my life where I did believe in it because it was all over the news. It was the the, the most uh, popular freaking, um, what do you call it, myth at the time. It was spreading like wildfire. Like mm -hmm. I said, it started in 95 in Puerto Rico, but quickly in, in the 90s, the mid to late 90s, so like immediately it came over to, to the U.S., came over to Texas, it came over to Mexico. People were reporting these sightings all over the so place. I didn't hear it in time at you. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. Chupacabra was like the, the, the base thing. Now it's kind of a joke. So now the difference between Bigfoot and, and, and Chupacabra is that we have evidence that and descriptive, um, uh, we've captured animals that fit the description of what people have reported, right? Mm -hmm. uh, except for the winged creature. That never came to, to fruition. But, you know, people make up stuff. 
Um, but there's some big bats. Like me? Like they have human-sized bats. Yeah, but I could say that I think that a vulture in the wrong light could look more like a chupacabra than, than a mm-hmm. bat. You know. But yes, you're right. There's also huge bats. Either way, um, the fact that we have we've found dogs, coyotes, bears with mange that look like fit the description of what people mm-hmm. are reporting kind of. I think that's what kind of put it all to rest because I remember when this video that was the most um, uh, the the most evidence we had ever seen was when that bear was caught in Texas in South Texas. Um, it was in a cage and it was tearing through the cage. It looked horrifying. You were like, that's it. I, even I was like, that either that's fake or we captured Chupacabra. Oh. And then you found out, you're like, that's actually a, a bear. bear with mange. And, like, <laughs> and, and that's been proven. It's scientific. And that they've found coyotes with the, that other scarpody, whatever that other disease is Can called. Can go and, back to the Department of Tourism? Okay. I think that our Department of Tourism just has better p- PR than like public relations than Puerto Rico's public relations. Like, we created this cool Bigfoot that's cuddly and cute and and kind of cool. And then you guys, I mean, these pictures, you need to post these pictures. This is ugly. Mm-hmm. No one can get behind this. This is an ugly thing. And so I just think that it needed better public relations. Have you seen what Bigfoot really looks like? That's pretty terrifying. Freaking eight, eight foot, nine foot, ten foot. Yeah, but in the commercials, like the Geico commercials. Boom, 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 (laughs) boom, boom, boom. (laughs) Sorry. But like the Geico commercials, everyone makes him like, like he's likable. We can make him. We can make him likable. Chupacabra. What are you gonna say? Say it again. Chupacabra is not likable. Not Cobra Kai. Cobra. It's not fucking Cobra Kai. (laughs) This guy, he ain't fighting in no tournament. It's a chupacabra. Chupacabra. Is not likable. This is a this it is, is a failed PR. Well, that's scheme. because nobody was trying to 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 create a story here. It was something real, and the people saw something, and that's because they probably saw an animal, a bear, or a coyote mm, with manes, okay. right? Okay. I don't think I think you're trying to say that they were trying to make up something for tourism, but I think they were trying to. They're like, we need our own Bigfoot. Let's well, how do you know it's not popular monster. over there? How do you know? When was the last time you went to Puerto Rico? Exactly. So you don't know. They might. It might be fucking alive and well. Oh, that the legend. Chupa the le- yeah, the churro mai. Yeah, the chupi churri. Is that it's still? You, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is. Oh, maybe. Go talk to Puerto Rican. Maybe Can it we is. Go to Puerto Rico and check it out. No. Please. I, Just I for a weekend. It's still not open yet. It's not open. It's not open. <laughs> Puerto Rico. You say that about everything. They um. Who knows? If you talk to one of them, they it might still Maybe. be a huge thing. You're saying that as if it's dead. I'm saying here's the thing. You, <laughs> I'm gonna say this, but just because science proves something to be right doesn't mean that most Latinos will believe it. So, <laughs> I'm not saying that they still believe in ghosts and things like that. Okay. So of course they're gonna believe this, even if science has discovered other stuff. I'm just saying, and a lot of freaking people in this country in the U.S. are the same way too. Most of Apache yes. Junction still believes in the fucking the, the, the lost the, the Dutchman. Lost Dutchman right? Yeah. So. I have one more question. And Sasquatch, you got a little squatch. You you seen the TV shows? There's a lot of squatchers out there. Squatchers. I have a question about um they they 
um, the possibilities of what things could be. And one of the things they thought was a, a stray, hairless Mexican dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I want one of them. Which, Are they really I, strays? I don't know. I don't there know. are reports of stray Mexican hairless dogs. But what is, is that a real dog? A, str- a Mexican dog? Or is that just a me- a dog that was found? Any any dog, any breed of dog found in Mexico is considered a Mexican dog or what? No. That's my question. Or is that yeah, a real I breed? Think, you know the cats, the hairless cats? Yeah. The, I yes. think there's a hairless. Like the Egyptian ones or whatever? Yeah, I think there's a hairless Mexican dog. Those little ugly ones, the the ones that always win the ugly dog competitions, remember? That have that like the tongue sticking out? I want one of that, them. That looks like a freaking mini chupacabra. Those are ugly. No, Can we're not I getting have, one please? of those. No. We can't go to Puerto Rico and we can't get a hairless Mexican dog. No. This is just awful. Yeah. COVID. <laughs> Blame COVID. Oh, man. Your government. Yeah, they but just put it out there. Can we get it for free? Just go across the border? We don't want one of those fucking dogs. <sighs> get it shots. It's dumb. Listen, I think what? we've had enough. Yeah, I think this is one of those where you can kind of close the book on this. I really oh, do feel okay. I really do feel that we have found enough. Science has proven enough um, and discovered enough of these animals to prove that the sightings could be true and that things did happen. And those animals and those descriptions were real. And it just wasn't a different species it wasn't a chupacabra just happened to be a fucking wild animal that had either mange or some terrible disease where it lost its freaking fur and you know rabid you know made them freaking kill animals without eating them which is true uh people were questioning like well dogs don't do that coyotes don't do that they kill they eat what they kill not necessarily especially if they're weak if they're diseased so there's a lot of evidence to show that um this this could be real but it just it just wasn't a chupacabra it just happens to be dirty sick animals just like you and me (laughs) (laughs) you know what is real what the evil side of the department of tourism oh my god we'll have to we'll have to do a whole show on that one because apparently you know something we don't know i don't i hope we i hope we make it to the next show because you've unveiled you've pulled back the curtain on the department of tourism now now they're going to come after us (laughs) according to according to crystal um, do you think all those people really just fall off the Grand Canyon? Um, I think that's the dumping ground why, for the Department of Tourism. Why would they do that? Is that where they get rid of people that? Mm-hmm. And then they said, "Oh, this person was taking a picture and they fell off the side," because they because that person times was doing something. Yeah, they were gonna messing. help them. Yeah. Well, that could happen to you if you keep talking. I know. Be careful. I I gotta. Yeah. Watch your back. We might just not even post this. We don't want them in our business. All right, enough. (laughs) (laughs) For Crystal Chupa Chupa, Reedy, what? You're going to say something. Say What's Chupa Chupa? I don't know. Just suck, suck. Oh, okay. Suck, suck. (laughs) That's all it means, yeah. That's all it means, suck, suck. Okay. For Crystal Chupa Chupa, (laughs) Reedy, I'm outside the wire wire. See you guys later. Put that tongue back in the Are you all ready to up your drinking game? Absinthe Minded AZ is a pretty freaking amazing and super rare company. Absinthe is truly an acquired taste type of drink. People like Picasso, Hemingway, and Van Gogh were known to throw back a few. 
I mean, The Raven may have never been written if Edgar Allan Poe wasn't drinking this stuff. Who, by the way, was an artilleryman in the United States Army. Go Redlegs. This misunderstood spirit became legal again in the United States in 2007. And now you can try it for yourself here in AZ. Plus, co-owners Doc Ordovich and Justin Slusher are pretty cool dudes. Absinthe Minded is produced with 100% natural herbs based off of traditional formulations with variations to accommodate the palates of the modern drinker. Pour, sip, and enjoy. So, if you want to find out more about this amazing company, go to their Facebook page or AbsentheMindedAZ.com. And their Instagram page is pretty dope. Mmm, Catino Sauce Company has the sexiest, hottest, hot... Uh, <clears throat> nope, that's all wrong. Hold on. Catino is the sexiest, hottest, hot, hot sauce. Damn it. That's all wrong. What nope. are you doing? Trying to record this ad for Catino Sauce Company. Catino? You mean the best damn hot sauce on the planet with tons of flavors like jalapeno, habanero, chipotle, verde, and all kinds of others I can't pronounce. They also have amazing limited flavors like mango and blueberry. Yep, that's it. My favorite is ghost. It makes my butt burn. <laughs> you gotta act fast though, cause they're always selling out of that one. Okay. Just visit CatinoSauce.com for more flavors and customized bundles. Also, go ahead and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. My homeboy and CEO of Catino Sauce Company, Jacob, will appreciate that. Um, where are you off to? I'm gonna check out Alien Donuts. They are a funky, hip donut concept with planetary beats and out-of-this-world treats. They have vegan, gluten-free, classics, specialty, and space-themed donuts. Yum. What else do they got? They also offer nitro brew coffee, rocket shakes, and freshly made ice cream. And how can I find them, Crystal? Well, they are located in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale on Fifth Avenue. You can also find them on Facebook, Instagram, or AlienDonuts.com. Don't stop believing. Sweet Stash is a home-baked business specializing in cake pops, brownies, cakes, and more. Celebrate your special occasions with all of your favorite people. If we're at a party and they have Sweet Stash, I know where Mario will be by the cake pop stand. To place your orders, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. What you drinking? My favorite drink ever, pistachio blended brew with a coffee base and a little extra shot of caffeine from Sweet's Cold Brew Coffee Company. Gotta get ready for that show, Crystal. And did you know that Sweet's Cold Brew is the first and only cold brew coffee shop in the state of Arizona? It's for rad people only. I'm rad. The only thing that would make them better is if they sold beer and wine. Funny you should say that. Just check out their menu at sweetsbrew.com. That's sweets with a Z in the middle. Uh, they also got an awesome Instagram page. Have you all heard of Valor's Veterans Community AZ? Well, let me tell you about them. They are a 501c3 nonprofit which helps organize social gatherings and volunteer opportunities for veterans and their families. VVC was created in 2018 by our good friend Ro Gonzalez. You may have heard him on this show before. Uh, this guy's awesome, man. He's got the hookup to all sorts of sporting events, movie premieres, and all kinds of cool shit. Bringing like-minded people together not only allows everyone to share resources, but also helps reconnect that bond military members had while they were still in the service. 
VVCAZ also holds a monthly coffee social the third Saturday of every month where local organizations can share their resources. Their goal is to build Arizona's strongest veteran community by engaging veterans one at a time. Please check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and valorsveteranscommunityaz.org.